0: Welcome, my name is the Alpha Female, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Whoa! G'day, menies! Bushwhacker Luke here. 2015, the of Famer, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah! Whoa! This is Pro Wrestling's only modern-day Viking gunner, and you're on Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Nick Magnus-Tolders, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hi, this is Lita Blue Pants Bates, and you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mount and founder of Global Force Wrestling. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, <laughs> fellas, uh, you guys have a great day. And, and this is only because I'm talking to Canadians. It is actually spitting snow in Tennessee. See? Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> That's we're a great... <laughs> we've, we've had 70-degree weather here. For, oh, I mean, man. we really had a warm December. And I get on the phone with damn Canadians and we're <laughs> spitting snow. So. and welcome everyone turnbuckle talk episode three zero one my name is carl carafell and thank you so much for joining me here today we are looking at december the 20th we are five days away from christmas yes that's right five days away from christmas so let's talk about some christmas miracles That could very well be happening here in the world of professional wrestling. First off, I want to say thank you to everyone who has joined, whether it is on the live stream or if it is listening back afterwards on a podcast format or reliving the video. Thank you so much. Your continued support is what drives me to continue to do this for all of you. We're going to start off today with... Some news on Chris Jericho. Now, many people may be thinking, why are we talking about Christmas and miracles and Chris Jericho? Well, because as we know, Chris Jericho comes from or hails from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, just as another AEW performer does as well. Two of AEW's top stars coming from Winnipeg, Manitoba. So now Chris Jericho has really been uh, fighting to try to get more professional wrestling from AEW up available in Canada. And we may just see AEW's debut in Winnipeg, Manitoba. That is right. It has been announced that they will be there on March 14th. So now what's weird about this is that we know, we know who Chris Jericho is, uh, his on-screen personality, and we know who this other person is. Let's name him now Kenny Omega. Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega, both former AEW world champions, both hailing from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. And the Ocho, Chris Jericho is teasing the possibility that the two of them may actually team up together for that show. Very, very interesting. Basler69, thank you so much for coming in here. Don Callis' hometown as well. That is right. And good evening to you. Yeah, Don Callis hailing from there as well. We're going to have a lot of representation from Winnipeg back in Winnipeg, and it's going to be absolutely fantastic to be able to see. So now Chris Jericho was actually talking with wrestling sports talk and he says, well, there's three months from now, so we'll have to see where the storylines take us. This is uh, actually Kenny Omega is saying this right now. Uh, We just finished up with the Blackpool uh, combat club. And then of course the biggest upset in pro wrestling history when action and Dreddy beat me on dynamite last week. So we'll have to address that. Ricky Starks, I think is another one that we're kind of looking at getting involved with. So there's a lot of great programs and that's the thing for me and the Jericho appreciation society. So Jericho is actually saying this. Chris Jericho is talking this, not Kenny Omega. I do apologize. I was reading things uh, incorrectly here. Um, We always want to work with someone new and really sink our teeth into storylines. So I think in mid-March, we'll probably have a lot of cool things going on. But we've already kind of discussed a few ideas. What we could do that night. Maybe something with Kenny Omega and I. Maybe something with Kenny and I tagging. But it all depends on what the storylines are. It doesn't matter what the exact storylines are. I know it's going to be a great show. So Chris Jericho already at this time in December hyping up the March 14th edition of AEW that is going to be coming to Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. I'm excited about that because I'm just I'm really excited for more professional wrestling to start coming back to Canada from the larger companies. I know that the WWE has been doing the same thing lately. Actually, they're going to be, I believe, tonight, December 20th. I believe they are in uh, Toronto, Ontario, for the holiday tour that they're doing. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. I definitely, definitely am. I don't want to see more. I want to see more of that coming to Canada. I'm going to talk a little MLW news right now. We're going to be talking about blood and thunder. So now Major League Wrestling has actually announced that Taya Valkyrie with Cesar Duran is going to be taking on Zoe Skye. She's going to be defending the title against Zoe Sky at the MLW Fusion taping on January 7th at the historic 2300 Arena. Valkyrie actually became the inaugural MLW Women's World Featherweight Champion when she defeated Holiday at King of Coliseum on May 13th. MLW has really started to grow, really started to become a bigger name in the world of professional wrestling, in the world of independent professional wrestling, whatever you want to call it, however you want to say it. MLW is really doing good things for themselves. If you are in the area of the 2300 Arena, go and get yourself a ticket. You can get them at MLW2300.com or at the Arena Box Office. And get this, tickets are starting, starting at $15. So if you've ever seen the 2300 Arena, you know that it's historic, but it's not overly huge. So a $15 ticket is still going to be an amazing ticket for you. Go and check that out. And if you're not able to actually be there, Make sure that you're at least catching the programming that they have out there. All you got to do is Google major league wrestling or MLW, and you'll be able to find everywhere that you can see some MLW. Promos are a very big thing within the world of professional wrestling. If you don't know how to talk on the mic, if you don't know how to hold your own on the stick, you can flounder. In the immense waters that is the world of professional wrestling. Two names that are absolutely fantastic on the microphone. Are of course current AEW world heavyweight champion MJF. Who arguably is the best of the best right now. But we have someone who is good on the mic as well that is calling out people who claim that MJF is the best. This person actually says, give me five minutes on a live mic and I'd brutalize MJF. And we're looking at formerly known as Enzo Amore. So he was on Busted Open Radio and we saw a little appearance from him. He actually says that nobody can touch him on the microphone, not even MJF. Now, going by real one in his professional wrestling career, the subject of mic work came up. And uh, I don't know who coined this for him, but somebody's calling him the Smack Talker Skywalker. Didn't hold back in saying that he is the actual best on the microphone. I arguably, I get it. I totally understand. MJF is fantastic. My eyes, the best on the microphone right now. Real one, M, or uh, Enzo Amore, whatever you want to call him right now. He is good. He's not the best in my eyes anyways, but I would definitely be really, really interested to see. A promo battle between those two. Just give me a, give them both a live mic. Let them go at it. Let them brutalize each other in whatever way or fashion that they can. Let me see it. Now Enzo is kind of talking about you know stuff that he's that he's done, right? So first he says, you know, I hope uh, you know MJF maybe made uh, Burberry a lot of money. And what's true about this is that um, MJF really isn't seeing any of that money that he has made Burberry at all. Enzo, on the other hand, talks about how uh, the certified G merchandise that he had allowed him to make a million dollars before he was 30 years old in the business. He goes on to say, Don't ever respect me. Five minutes. I'll brutalize him. Give me five minutes on a microphone. I'm trending number one in the world. When is the last time you drew a two dog? When was the last time you drew a two? So let's throw one more name in there as well. Let's throw in CM Punk. Now I know CM Punk is a very polarizing figure right now. Whether you love him, whether you hate him, he is good on that microphone as well. What I want you to do is drop your comments for me in the video. Tell me who you think is the greatest on The microphone doesn't have to be any of those three, but I want to see those comments. I want to be able to interact with you even after this show is done. Go and leave your comments down below and let me know who you think is the number one on the microphone. Talking about Enzo Amore making a million dollars before he was 30. How would you feel if you made $500,000 in less than a month? Well, if we get the opportunity to talk to Mandy Rose, we can definitely find out what that feels like. Mandy Rose, yes, recently was fired from the WWE. We all know everything that surrounds that. We all know, you know, the the reasoning why, stuff like that. Her fan time account, the content was leaked online, caught the attention of the WWE, made the decision to uh, have her drop the championship and release from there. So her account was a cheaper price. It was like a $15 price. It bumped up to 40. It's now back down to $30 a month, but she has made $500,000 just from fan support on that platform, which I'm pretty sure is going to be a lot more than she made while she was working in NXT. From there, it kind of begs the question, did WWE possibly drop the ball with this? Could the WWE maybe have capitalized a little bit more on extracurricular activities, let's say. And uh, how do I put this? partnered with her in some fashion to possibly do a side account and have a cheaper price for it without any of the uh, nudity or any of that type of content. But people would pay to have exclusive photo shoots. Exclusive behind-the-scenes look at photo shoots that the WWE is doing. Um, it's 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 something that intrigues a lot of people, right? So they're definitely going to take a look at that. I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, it's it's very very touchy subject. I know because the WWE, being a publicly traded company, they have some standards that they need to uphold as well it'll be interesting to see how much further things go here with Mandy Rose if this is just going to be a flash in the pan type of situation for her where people are clamoring to get there to check out this content but then seemingly starting to cancel their memberships and drop off afterwards will this trend continue for her We're going to talk some New Japan Pro Wrestling right now. New Japan Pro Wrestling is going to be having Wrestle Kingdom 17. It's an upcoming two-day event. The event's going to take place on January 4th, 2023 at the Tokyo Dome in Japan. And the second night is going to be January 21st at the Yokohama Arena in Yokohama, Japan. This is going to be, uh, it says it'll be the 32nd, January 4th, Tokyo Dome show in the 17th promoted underneath the Wrestle Kingdom name. This event is going to honor the company's founder, Antonio Inoki, who died on October 1st, 2022. So we're going to take a look right now at uh, what has been announced for matches for this. We're going to take a look first at the January 4th. So the most notable that we have going on here is going to be the Antonio Inoki Memorial six-man tag team matchup. Going to have Yugi Nagata, uh, Satoshi Kojima, and Togi Makabe. Versus uh, Tatsumi, Fujinami, Minoru Suzuki, and Tiger Mask. I'm going to say right now that, that given, given the history, given everything that has, um, you know, grown with new Japan pro wrestling and just the names that are involved here. I wouldn't doubt if we see uh, the team of Fujinami, Suzuki and Tiger Mask winning that. I think it would be absolutely Beautiful to see that we are also going to see a singles match for the IWGP women's championship currently held and just recently won by Kyrie taking on Tam Nakano or Nakano. However you would like to pronounce it. There are different ways to pronounce it. I am very much so looking forward to that matchup. I think it's going to be absolutely insane the tag team match for the IWGP Tag Team Championships is going to feature the champions FTR taking on uh, Bishiman, which is a group consisting of Goto and Hashi. Anytime that I get to see FTR, I'm happy about it. Tournament final for the inaugural. NWA world television championship. We're going to see Zack Sabre jr. Taking on Ren Narita. That may be another topic for another day, but new Japan pro wrestling coming with another championship belt. A singles match for the never open weight championship, which was just recently retained by one Mr. Carl Anderson He's going to be taking on Tama Tonga. And it's this time that I really do believe that Carl Anderson is going to be dropping that championship. And we will see a new, never open weight champion in Tama Tonga. Top of the top for me is going to be uh, what they're classifying as the double main event for this show. We're going to have singles match for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. Will Ospreay, the current champion, taking on Kenny Omega with Don Callis. That is going to be a fantastic outing. And then the top of the top, the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, current champion, Jay White going to be taking on Kazuchika Okada. Just that card alone, I am super, super excited for this. And I I honestly cannot wait. That's all I'm going to give you right now on Wrestle Kingdom 17, because I want to talk about something fun and interesting that they're going to be doing the next night. The night after Wrestle Kingdom 17, we are going to see New Year Dash. New Year Dash is making a return to the calendar. This exciting start of the year traditionally sees a mystery card revealed to the audience, staff, and wrestlers as the event gets underway. On January 5th, 2023, however, things get an added twist. This year, the card will not be announced at all. Instead, matches are going to be revealed as the wrestlers make their entrance. Back in October, the night before Rumble on 44th Street, uh, they saw a similar concept with uh, kind of some, some really weird different results happening from that. Um, what might be in store for January 5th? I have absolutely no clue, but I am very thankful that I have somebody who allows me to use uh, their logins for New Japan to allow me to watch this. And even though I will probably not be watching it live, I will be taking part in New Year Dash and checking that out after it is done. And it will be done with live commentary in English as well. I have one more thing to go over. Before we go over that, I want to say thank you once again to each and every one of you. At this time, what we are going to do is we are going to take a little bit of a commercial break. So we're going to be right back. Stay tuned. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Wrestling, a love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand the wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connects emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. The official Turnbuckle Studios shop is open! Official merchandise from all the favorite shows, plus merchandise you can only find here. Stuff from Turnbuckle Studios, Carl Carafel Unboxes, The Boar's Nest with Bubba Duke, miscellaneous products that you can only find here. Beats and Beatdowns, and Turnbuckle Talk. Find all this merchandise exclusively at carlcarafell.redbubble.com. So first off, a huge thank you to Rogue Energy for coming on board and being a part of the our local establishment podcast network. As you see down in the corner of the screen, there is a QR code there. You can scan that QR code or simply go rogueenergy.com. While you're there, use the promo code OLEPODS and get 10% off your entire order that is not a one-time use code you can use that each and every time that you go there so please check out rogueenergy.com and i want to give a huge shout out to my good buddy al snow and my friend Rod Hicks over with Collar and Elbow Brand for ch- taking a chance on a small unknown podcast and allowing us to become the first ever sponsored podcast from Collar and Elbow Brand. Check out CollarandElbowBrand.com. While you're there, use the promo code JK Podcast and get yourself 10% off every time you make a purchase over there as well. As I take a drink of my non-sponsored, Doctor, non-sponsored for now, Dr. Pepper, we're going to talk about that Christmas miracle that is on that banner in uh, the very beginning of the show and throughout. We're going to talk about that just momentarily. We talked about Ripple Kingdom 17, where we know that current WWE superstar Carl Anderson is going to be there to defend that championship that he has. Now, we understand we know that there are contracts that are in place and the WWE, thankfully, is allowing the contractual agreements to happen. But there's been some rumblings. Yeah, I'm going to use that word. There's been some rumblings that there could possibly be another little contract or partnership that is happening between the WWE and new Japan pro wrestling with the allowance of having Carl Anderson go and defend that championship again for new Japan pro wrestling in January. Are we starting to put things together? January Rumbleings, could we possibly see a little crossover from New Japan coming over to the Royal Rumble? Now, people can take a look into things and kind of matrix whatever they want, but I've seen a couple of names that are talking about, uh, you know forbidden doors and opening doors and busting through doors that have never been opened before. Although this door has been opened before. Thanks to Mickey James, who was actually at, you know, an event at a PLE with her championship, which was absolutely amazing to see. Could we actually see new Japan pro wrestling allow one or possibly more Stars come over for the Royal Rumble. That is a big question right now. And if it happens, it will be the biggest Christmas miracle that we have ever seen. Stick around. Who knows? We may, may just possibly see that happen. And I think it would be amazing if it does my last topic for the night is going to focus around the women in professional wrestling now i should i should change that not just within professional wrestling but i am talking about through wrestling itself so we had recently a women's wrestling hall of fame that was created. It was founded in 2022 with the intention to preserve the history of women's wrestling, including amateur and professional. So now there are some different little criterias that are uh, with that. So we're looking at credentials for induction anywhere from the 1800s to the 1910 pre-radio era, the 1920s to the fifties radio era, the fifties to the seventies, early TV, the eighties to the two thousands modern and the two thousands to the present, which is being considered the internet era. Different categories that there are going to be considered for induction are going to be pioneer reserved for females. Uh, who were trailblazers and helped pave the way? Amateur for Olympians and NCAA athletes. Professional, reserved for all female professional wrestlers, and a non wrestling category as well that's going to include referees, coaches, managers, valets, promoters, executives, broadcasters, journalists, announcers, and historians. I can guarantee you at some point in time, we are going to see, yes, our very own Melball Collins and Astrid Pizarro included in this wrestling hall of fame for their broadcasting and their journalism that they bring to our local establishment. So the founders include Angel. Orsini. Susan Tex Green. Christopher Anino. Gary Wolf. Which is absolutely amazing. Uh, You can check out Women's Wrestling Hall of Fame.com to be able to find out a little bit more about each one of those founders there. But I do want to touch on the inductees. The class of 2023. And I'm just going to read through these names here. And if there's one that sticks out to you, definitely go and check them out by using your Google machine. Good evening, Chris. Good to see you. Thank you so much for stopping by right now. We're finishing up the show a little bit of a shorter show today, but we're talking about the brand new Women's Wrestling Hall of Fame that was just created. And I'm going to be going through the inductees for 2023. We're going to start off with Cora Livingstone, then Mildred Burke. Of course, we have to include Mildred. Beverly Hammer Shade, Marva Scott, Ethel Johnson, Babs Wingo, tag team of Tony Rose and Donna Cristinello. Susan Tex Green. Jazz. Yes, jazz is in there as well. Luna Vachon. Medusa. From the Olympic side of things, we are looking at uh, Irna Merlini. We are looking at the entire original cast of glow gorgeous ladies of wrestling uh including you know hollywood um it's going to be representing uh genie hollywood uh bessone um it's going to recognize though mount fiji big bad mama vine sally and babe the farmer's daughters spanish red uh nino tika Uh, Tina Ferrari, Ashley Cartier, Envy, Thunderbolt and Lightning, Godiva, Tiffany Mellon, Little Egypt, California Doll, Susie Spirit, Americana, Jungle Woman, Justice, Jackie Stallone, Aunt Kitty, Dave McClain, and Steve Blantz. So. Um, Ivory was not part of the original that I am aware of. Ivory was afterwards, a little secondary. And then we have a female referee that is being included in there as well. We have Rita Marie Chatterin or Chatterin, Chatterton, where you want to say it the first ever female referee in the world wrestling federation. That is absolutely amazing to have a trailblazer such as her to be included in there. So now some of these next ones people may uh, kind of disagree with. Okay. I get it. I'm, I'm sure that some people are going to disagree. Um, but we're going to have the Historian Award is going to be going to Tom Burke. The Film and TV Award is going to uh, Lorene Landon, uh, who is a Canadian film and television actress. Uh, the Journalism Award is going to Jamie Hemmings, who is a writer and co-host of a uh, The Figure Gore podcast. Broadcaster of the Year. They have given that to Velvet Sky for her current work on NWA after being trained by Jason Knight, having an amazing career. Most Improved Wrestler, they are giving that award to Jordan Grace. The Courage Award is going to Female Bodybuilding Legend Dawn Witham and Lady Wrestler of the Year they're giving to nwa women's champion camille so it's really interesting and i love that they are doing this to kind of preserve that uh women's side of professional wrestling yes i mean we get to see a little bit of the wwe with with their wwe hall of fame but they really don't showcase the women too, too much. They kind of almost seem very secondary. And this here now is putting a real focus on where it should be. And that is on the women. So go and check out women's wrestling hall of com for all the inductees and for all the information, including a shop that they have as well coming soon. Thank you so much to everybody for stopping by, for coming in, and for just spending a little bit of time with me here during this holiday season. I very much so am thankful for each and every one of you. Without you guys, I really uh, wouldn't have the drive to continue to do this, and I am very thankful for all of you. That being said, Everyone, please make sure that you have yourself. Oh, hold on a second here. Okay, Chris, uh, which potential women inductee could you see headlining the WWE Hall of Fame ceremony? Huh. I honestly don't have an answer for that. I really don't. I'm going to get back to you on that. I'm going to take a look at uh, at some different names and uh, see who I think is going to be or should be the best fit for that. So I hope everybody has themselves an absolutely amazing holiday season, whether you celebrate Christmas, whether you celebrate Hanukkah, whether you celebrate Kwanzaa, it doesn't matter. In the end, it is all about making sure that things are good and right in this world. And remember everyone, the world is a scary place. So take care of each other.